This is Raphael, and you're listening to The Diary of an Innovator, a show that allows you to hear the intimate and vulnerable, never-told stories of entrepreneurs and business professionals and their journey to bringing their vision to life. Some will be five-figure earners, some will be six-figure earners, some might even be eight-figure earners. But what they all have in common is they decided to go for it. Each story will inspire you, encourage you, empower you, and even educate you so that you can do the same. But always remember, the first step is write the vision and make it plain. Hello, everybody. I am super excited because we have Dr. June in the building, and I'm just super excited she decided to join us on the Diary of the Innovator and our leadership series. She's just going to give us all the tips, all the nuggets, and just drop a little bit of gems about what it is to be a leader. We're working in business, we're trying to build our business, and we're just trying to create this empire, this kingdom. But in order for us to do that, we have to be the best versions of we have to be the best versions of ourselves. Like we have to be the great leaders. And I just had to bring Dr. June on because she's just so phenomenal. Not only is she the CEO, the owner of Women Who Matter Too which is a nonprofit organization that teaches women in leadership, but it also helps women transition from whatever stage they are to become the leaders that God has called them to be. And that's through veteran homes and that's also through transitional homes. So without further ado or notice, (laughs) we have Dr. June. Hi, Dr. June. Hey, hi, so glad to be here. How are you doing today? Today, I am doing great. I'm doing well. I am blessed and I'm excited because every day we have new opportunities and today is just one of those days as well. So it's a good day. That's what I'm talking about. We got to look at life on the bright side. We have another day to do all the things that we want to do, all the things that we're called to do and all the things that inspire us on the inside. So I love the mindset. Love it. (laughs) So I introduced you, but allow the people to hear who you are from your own mouth. How did you become Dr. June? How did you, how did Women Who Matter Too come about? How did these transitional and veteran housing come about? How did these, you teaching in leadership, women in leadership, how did that come about? Let us know. That is such a good question. Okay, look. (laughs) You know, okay, so check it out. I, Women Who Matter Too, is all about helping to develop women in their leadership development. Now, we don't really work a lot with skills development. You know how to do Microsoft, Calendee, skills like that. Everybody's using the buzzword now, emotional intelligence, and that is critical, but we're all about internal development as well. And I'll tell you what happened, how it all came about. It was, it's my story. And I um, want to hear it. 
It's my story. A few years back, I'll never forget it. It was 2008. So there I was in 2008. I was the woman. I was in executive leadership. I was on a few boards. I was a, a part of a, a board of advisors that was all male. And here I was operating in that world. But in 2008, my world crashed. I had, a, I had an episode a series of episodes where all that was familiar to me crashed, right? Mm -hmm. So of course I'm thinking, I recognize that I need to get some help. Mm -hmm. But when you are in leadership like that, sometimes you have this crazy thought in your head that you don't know where to get help, right? Because you think it's going to diminish your leadership. Now that's a whole nother topic, okay? It's a so good topic yeah, that's a whole nother topic. When I looked around my peers and those in ministry, those in leadership, and I went to seek counsel and help from them, I was in for a rude awakening because what I found out, now at that time, what I found out was that those who were in leadership, a lot of them were sitting in the position, but they were ill-equipped to really offer the leadership that was needed. And it was during that time that I realized that, oh my, women in leadership positions, they were a group. I call them the forgotten group of society because I realized they needed support themselves. A lot of them were, they were holding the titles, but they did not have the capacity. They were not doing leadership. And that's how Women Who Matter too, T.O., came about. They matter as well, okay? Women in leadership, senior leadership positions, you matter also. So that's really how this organization came about, right? Right. So the way we've evolved and we've morphed over time, we offer support in a whole different way, right? We offer support through knowledge, training, teaching because sometimes we don't want to admit it but a lot of times we are in what is called implicit leadership which mm -hmm. means you've been especially in the faith-based world in the church mm -hmm. you're a leader but you've been put there because maybe your husband is the pastor, so they think you ought to be the leader. Mm -hmm. um, and it goes on and on. But to, the, to answer the question, how we came about, that's how Women Who Matter Too came about because women leaders are in need of support. So women leaders are in need of support. That's very true. Can you talk about the type of support most leaders need, but are too ashamed to actually discuss and how women who matter to help in that realm? So, yes. Okay, so this is how they need support because there are a lot of, um, when you're in leadership, you have a lot of myths in your mind. <laughs> One of the areas is, okay, so something that happens, we think, we can't talk about issues because we're a leader. Yep. We deal with issues because we're a leader. We can't le let people know that we're dealing with this and that and the other because we are that quote unquote 
leader. Yeah. So I talk about 11 stages of the life of a woman, right? Mm -hmm. And so just briefly, I want to say this. So we have, you're a teenager, you're a mother, you're a, you're, you're a this, you're a grandmother, you're a single woman, you're all of this. So a woman who's a leader, you are in one of those stages of life, mm -hmm. your mom, your divorcee, your widow, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And there's help out there for that woman. So if you're just in that stage, you can get help. But then you compound that. Now you are a leader and you have unique issues going on at the same time. I'm talking about how they'll get help. And you have unique issues going on. You're a leader, but at the same time, you're dealing with the residual of an alcoholic set of parents. You're a leader, but you're dealing with an abusive husband. You're a leader, but you're dealing with your lack of knowledge. All while you might be a grandmother, all while you might be a divorcee. You're a leader, you're out here teaching and you're preaching and you're doing this and you are the CEO. And at the same time, you're dealing with a drug addiction and you're a lead and so, we come the way they need help they need safe places they need teaching you're a leader you've been thrust into a leadership position but you have never had any training in leadership so you may not even know what you're doing and so you're which we've all done it but you're faking it and you think it's safe to fake it until you make it, right? Come on, we all heard that. <laughs> Let's fake it until we make it. <laughs> We've all done that, right? And so these are the areas that leaders need support, even for that leader who has had great success, right? Mm -hmm. There's still a category where you've had great success and now you're at a place that you don't know what to do next. You think, what else can I give? What else can I do? And so you're stuck a lot of times. So there's a lot of areas and the way we support in all those categories is through knowledge, through training, through teaching, helping you understand some of the greater truths around leadership development that they're just not having in discussions about leadership development okay so for instance something that women we don't really think about i'd love to talk about what models of leadership okay so what model are you following or are you following a model right so you've heard of models of leadership the leadership models I've heard of leadership models, but before you step into models, because I think this is going to be a good transition, I want to act, I want to make sure that this is heard and this is clarified because I feel like you're screaming this from the rooftop. And you correct me if I'm wrong, but you're saying that as a leader, it's not uncommon for you personally to have issues. It's not uncommon for you as a leader to go through things within your personal life. It's not uncommon for you as a leader to need help while you're helping other people. It's more common than people think. It's like a daily going on. Yes, that is exactly what I'm saying. And because it is so common, 
that this is what is taking place, this is the reason there's the need. And what women don't realize is when you are having a lot of these other issues while you're in the process of helping others, your issues leak out in your leadership. You spill out. Dr. June, come on, because what's inside of you is going to come out of you, right? So you can't help it it because it's internal, it's inside of you. And I like, this is getting me all fired up because (laughs) the fact that there's this notion or this, this culture that has built around leadership that you have to be perfect and that you have to have it all together and that you're weak and you're not a leader. If you ask for help or if you're crying out for help or you're going to go seek help. And this is why I love you. And this is why I love your organization because you're saying, no, that is a myth. And I want everybody who's listening to this to understand that is a myth as a leader. You're, you have issues, you're going to have problems, and what's going to help you overcome it is by humbling yourself and saying that you do need help and finding resources like Women Who Matter too and Dr. June to get the training, to get the knowledge. But first, you have to recognize that it's okay for you to have these issues. We just need to overcome them. And that's one of the steps of leadership, Right. And so one of the, that is correct. That is one of the steps, but it is not easy for women, for leaders in general, but it's not easy to do that because our, I'll say society, I'll say our places that we serve, they have not made it easy for women to come forth and say it's okay. We have a situation going on right now in society. Someone has a, a, a great name, have done something, and people are spilling out all over making comments about this thing. So it's not a safe place to mm-hmm. come. So we recognize that. We already we say to women leaders, we realize it's not safe. It hasn't always been safe. And so we're here, we understand, we know it, I've been there. That's how it started. I could not find a safe place. And I'll tell you some of the information and some of the guidance and even the spiritual guidance that I received during my time when I was in my crash, it was just wrong. (laughs) It was wrong, okay? And then it was just bad. And I didn't have a safe place. It Mm -hmm. is I I didn't. So just imagine for women leaders, if they did have that, how much greater, how much more impactful their leadership would be. And that's really what it's all about at the end of the day, because here's the deal. Here's the real deal. Tell me the deal. God has let us be come to this point, but you can believe moving forward, 2021 and on, it's not business as usual. Not. Your leadership, it's not business as usual, which is just get by, just think of yourself, just all of that. And so it's critical. It's critical that we do say, hey, look, I need help here. And at the same time, we recognize it's not easy to get it. 
And I just want to say this, if I'm talking to, you know, those in the faith-based world, yes, I want to say this, some may not understand it, some may, but the Holy Spirit does not just spill your business all over the country, right? <laughs> so there's a way to come to seek help without having your world exposed, right? And that's what leaders are struggling with. That's what, that's what I was struggling with. Mm-hmm. How can I be transparent? How can I be me? How can I be June and continue? I was teaching weekly studies. I was, I was teaching from the Bible. I was leading. I was, I had a thriving women's ministry going on, but I still needed to say how, where can I go that I can just be mean and get the help without having to have my leadership voice on. So you don't, one of my friends say, oh, like I don't, so I don't have to always be on all the time. Like I don't always have to be this person, but I mean, when being a leader and having a platform and people following you, it's one of those things where it comes with the territory, but that doesn't mean that territory has to be your, the ending of you. Like, so cannot be the ending of you. When we, when we look at leaders who do it, there are leaders who, who do it very well. They are the ones who have positioned themselves to not be on any kind of pedestal. They've made sure they've said things. You will not put me on a pedestal because when I need help, I'm getting help or whatever the situation is. But yeah, so that that is a critical thing. Now, someone might ask the question. I know people are already thinking, hey, that sounds good, but what would I do? How would I do it? And I think you mentioned it earlier. I think we have got to first recognize and acknowledge that though we are in a position of high calling, that's just the position that has nothing to do with you, the person. Mm-hmm. And you've got to humble yourself and say, I don't have it all. Because man has, they've done that to leaders. They've said, oh, you're perfect. You're this, you got this going. You have this behind your name. So I have a joke. Look, so this is what I want to say. I say this, and it puts these last words in perspective. I want to give this, what we're saying, some perspective, okay? So we have leaders everywhere in every segment of society. You, Everybody's a leader, and we have great leaders. We're not talking, but leaders are everywhere, right? They're in our organizations. They're in our churches. They're in our communities, and yet, yet, we just experienced one of the worst years of our lives, 2020. Yes. Leaders are everywhere. And yet we were just about going over the cliff had it not been for God. We were all getting ready to go over the cliff. Mm-hmm. And yet leaders were all around us. That says something definitely speaks volumes it says that you and this is important it speaks volumes it says that as a leader 
you still need a leader. Like there's something, there's a source that you got to connect to. There's a higher power that you got to be a part of. And ours is God. Like we know God, ours is Jesus Christ. Like we have something that we connect to on a different realm and on a different level. So that's what gives us, that's what gives us our power. That's what gives us our strength to be able to endure. That's what gives us our insight. So. Yes. And it said, yes, it says that exactly. And it says a lot about we must have leaders that are in the position. There's a big difference between being a leader and doing the work of a leader. Can you break that down, Dr. June? Okay. Like that's a breaking. Being a leader and, and doing the work of leader are two separate up. things. And that's why we have leadership everywhere, but we were all just about going over the cliff in every aspect of our society. And so that is why, that's one of the ways I like to give perspective to the idea, especially for women leaders, we need to come back to the drawing board. This is what we're doing. We're reevaluating our leadership development, our leadership development skills because more should come out of us than what we are seeing. And this, now this is, Paul said, this is not God, this is me. And so I'm saying right now, this is June, what I'm getting ready to say. There should be such an impact on those who follow us so that when any crises come, it's a positive impact, not a negative impact. We need greater understanding about our leadership skills, our leadership development, so that our impact is not just about us. No, I, you're absolutely right. And I think that, and I think that you should, I think that, because you said something great. So I think that you should expound upon that because I think it's going to give a little bit more authority, a little bit more power to this, to the last statement that you said about impact. And that's yeah. that there's a difference in being a leader. And then there's a difference in being a leader than in doing the work of a leader. Yes. You're saying something there. And I think that yes. once you explain in depth what that is, they'll understand that once you get the concept of being a leader, it's who you are, your impact is gonna be greater. So can you break that down for us, what that difference is? Can you, can so, you expound? So we recognize, <laughs> yes. So we recognize when you are a leader, you're so busy just managing the day, just getting through all the episodes and things that go along with it. If you're a leader in an organization, in a workplace, you're just trying to get through the demands of the day. And so a lot of times that causes you to just be in the situation, be in the position, mm -hmm. just checking things off. You're kind of doing it without a lot of intentional thought being put into that position. And I think the optimum word there is intentional, the intentional piece that goes with leadership. When you are just sitting in a position, 
you're not thinking much about things other than yourself. I'm, I've made it. I'm somebody. I, I'm up here. You're down there. Hey, let me impress this board member. Let, a lot of that is going on. But when you are doing the work of leader, you're now looking at philosophy of living, belief systems. Did God put you in the position? Who are you serving? Are you doing this position for the, an audience of one? Or are you, what is your foundation behind now that you are in this leadership position? Is it about others or is it about you? So doing the work of leadership is very unselfish. Sitting in the position of leadership and maybe collecting a paycheck only. That's what's happening when you're there. It's all about you. Doing the work of leadership has a lot to do with collaboration. It has to do with serving. It has to do with why you were called there. So we get into that a lot in our courses that we do, but that is just a brief statement of the difference of being a leader and doing the work of a leader. Sometimes doing the work of a leader has to do with fighting for your people. Being, in, being a leader and just sitting in the position is all about you, all about collecting a check, all about the prestige, all about the clout. When you're doing the work of leader, you're in the trenches. Mm. You're making something happen for others. You are creating legacy. You're doing the work. And so that's what I mean when we talk about being a leader and doing the work of a leader. You get two different environments, two different series of impact. The one impact only impacts you, maybe, but the <laughs> other you are creating something in other people. So that, that, that's what we're talking about. No, I think that's perfect because just by you saying it, I, didn't, I misconstrued where you were going. So I'm glad that I allowed you to break that down because it gave a better understanding. Mm -hmm. Being a leader, is, it's like it's the self-serving portion. It's not about like an internal thing. Or what other secrets, what other gems can you share with us to help us grow as the leader we need to be so we're not just standing in leadership, but that we're doing the work to cause impact in this world? That's a good thing. What one thing would I say? There's so many pieces, but if just the one thing that I would leave is this. We have this idea deal and idea in our minds that once you kind of get somewhere, that's mm -hmm. it, you've arrived. But if you are a true leader, if you are a true leader, you never, ever stop learning. You must be very intentional about your continued learning, the learning process, learning about everything, learning about life, learning about God, learning about your the Bible, learning, reading. This is an area that we lack in. And this is 
a component of great effectiveness. To be effective, you must be a learner. I heard someone say to me, they said, uh, if they were a leader, had a great position, but they were so, they said, oh, I don't even get, I don't even bother with, with the news. Now that is a small thing, but my question was, how can you be relevant? And I mean this, how can you be relevant if you close yourself off to so many aspects of society? You don't want to listen to the news. You don't want to read books outside of the gospels. You don't want to do, you don't want to go to conferences. You don't want to do leadership development. You just want to operate in leadership, but you must be open to learning, continued learning, continued development. This is the greatest thing that I could possibly say. Reading. I would ask you, I'd ask the leader, how many books do you read a month, a year? What books do you read? When we just had our last crises, are you reading books on racial reconciliation? What are you doing? What are you reading? How are you leading if you are not open to continued learning? You can't close your mind up and say, I'm a top leader, so what else do I need to know? You need to know a whole bunch, okay? So that would be the one thing I would leave. We must continue to grow and learn. As, even as leaders, we cannot be effective if we stop the learning process because we've made a milestone. Hmm. I would leave that. I like that. I like that. So when you get to the top, don't think, that you've already arrived and you made it. There's still more work to do. There's, There's a ton more. more work to do. You've just gotten to the top. You've just gotten to Mount Everest. Now you got to do the work at the top of Mount Everest, okay? <laughs> I like that. I definitely like that. Learning never ends. Learning never stops. It can't never end. Mm. I love it. I love it. And then I also like the piece on revel, like being rel being revelant mm -hmm. like in order for you to be revelant you have to learn and you have to know what's going on in the world and you have to know what's going on in society and you're and correct me if i'm wrong you're not necessarily saying follow the trends or be in the trends but know what the trends are and how you can help manage and how you can help lead the platform or the group of people that you're working with so you have to know what's going on. You have to know the pulse of the world. The scripture says, be ready to give an answer for the hope that lies within you. And that is a lot more than just saying, I can tell you how I have come to know Christ, if that is your world. But be ready to answer, to give, to be able to intelligently give an answer because the people are looking for just that. They're, they look to the leaders, hey, this is going on. Can you give us some direction? Can you give us some guidance? And you have to be ready to be able to do that and not pass out because you've heard a strange situation. <laughs> I 
love that. Leaders gotta, leaders gotta be ready. My mom says this. I stay ready so I ain't got to get ready. So that's what we're going to do. Okay, there's <laughs> okay, you go. The you there better stay go. ready so you don't have to get ready. So that's as right. leaders, that's what Dr. June is telling us, probably in a more eloquent way, <laughs> that we have to continue to learn and stay learning so that we're prepared and we're ready to respond when our leaders, when our when those who are following us are coming to us for questions and answers. But I want to add on top of that, if you're learning and if you're in tuned and what's going on in your surroundings and your environment, you will know what to do before a crisis even happen. You'll be prepared to look even ahead or even beyond. So let's stay learning. <laughs> let's stay learning. I just want to thank you so much, Dr. June, for coming on here. I feel like you thank shared you for having me. Absolutely. And I'm definitely going to have you back because we're going to talk about those modules of leadership and yeah. what that looks like and what that entails. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Diary of an Innovator. <laughs> I am super excited that we had Dr. June on board. And Dr. June, can you do me a favor? Can you let Everybody who's listening to this podcast, all the viewers, all the listeners know where they can find you and how they can seek the necessary help they need. If they're trying to grow in leadership, if they're looking to find a safe place to help them be the leader who God has called them to be, can you let them know how they can find you and reach you? Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can find me at my website at Women who matter to to.org my ig and twitter is women who matter to numeric two so that's at women who matter to and of course you can find me on facebook we do have a facebook group that's a private group just for senior women leaders who'd like to talk out some of their issues and it is a private group so we can find me there and so Look for me on social media. I'm on there. LinkedIn, Women Who Matter Too. Look me up. Thank you, guys. Thank, so, you. thank you so much, Dr. June, for sharing this. I love Dr. June. Dr. June helps me all the time. So I'm telling you, this is good stuff. It's good work. She's going to help you be the boss that you are. Thank you guys again for tuning in to Diary of an Innovator. And thank you again, Dr. June, for joining us on this leadership. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. I would like to thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in to the Diary of an Innovator. Please download, like, subscribe, share, and write a review because your opinion truly matters. Then go to our website and schedule your free coaching call and join our emailing list so we can help you bring your vision to life.